around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are just delighted that you're here with us, and we're ready, all ready. <laughs> we are ready, and we are all ready in prayer, believing God that what we say today is going to lift you up and have a lot of fruit in your life and your soul. You know, it's amazing how God can just give you one thought, one word and a quoted scripture, a memory that God can bring back to you by the Holy Ghost that will give you freshness and insight and wisdom by the Spirit of God to change your attitude, <laughs> you know, change your thought processes and create a whole new path, neural path in your brain to see things that are so much better than what you've been thinking on. And so Terry and I are here today to talk to you about that. Remember, you can find us at terrymize.com and uh, that's our, you can get on and find our website, find our podcast, communicate with us there, our, our travel schedule all of our products, and we've got some good new stuff out there. We've got some wonderful new uh, coffee mugs that you can order for He is More Than a Conqueror, and pink, and a beautiful shade of pink that says She is More Than a Conqueror. And then we have Terry Mize Ministries 50-Year Commemorative Cups, and we've got some wonderful product there that you can give for peop- to people as gifts. And um, we, we've got this beautiful, um, like a, a crate like you'd ship something in it's a replica of like a a crate that has that has all these wonderful books and cds of terry's ministry and some cups in there for you and you can give them as gifts to friends pastors family members it'll be a great blessing to them but anyway right now you, all actually, that's a, you actually designed that crate to be like a, a, a something you'd send overseas like right. missionaries have taken overseas all these years yeah. and it's actually got passport stamps, stamps out, out of my passport <laughs> places I've been in 50 years and, yeah, and I thought that was a stuff. sweet idea you had and a good idea you had to send to uh, faithful partners people faithful that help, partners. have helped us go to all these places yeah no joke and, for over 50 years oh, yeah. Terry over this 50 is our 51st years. you know it's just so amazing the faithfulness of God and probably the first thing you ought to do today if you haven't done it already is just thank God for his faithfulness that he's that, that like that song says, I thank you, Jesus, you know, I thank you, Jesus, because you brought me from a mighty, mighty long way. You know, you just remember where you came from and where you are now. And then that gives you a hope and expectation of where God's going to take you. Oh, absolutely. And so we just want to encourage you with that today. Be thankful. Be grateful. That changes the atmosphere of your own soul. So, darling, let's talk to the folks today. I know you've got some good stuff on your heart, so just take it away, Mr. Miles. Well, you know, I'm still stirred up. I mean, I think last week we had a on-fire <laughs> podcast. I was stirred up, yeah, irritated, right. mad, upset. We still are. Being out of shape. Oh, my goodness. Uh, as heaven is uh, over the whole abortion situation. As, In America. As, as Hillary Clinton and, and Governor Cuomo of New York City passed that heinous bill horrible, hellish bill that says that you can abort a baby any old time you want to. I mean, from the time of conception to the time it's born. And that's not even the argument And and even after after it's uh, been born alive and healthy and well and laying there on the table, you can still just reach over and break his neck and say, nope, we're going to kill this thing. And, uh, And they pass that into law in America 
that we can murder a live baby, healthy baby laying on the table, and we can murder him legally. And, and you know, you'd think, Renee, that when lawmakers passed that bill and signed it, you'd think that even if they were, you know, if they're Democrats and if they're being forced by their party or whatever, which I think is stupid because you don't ever go against your own conscience, conscience, but... But if they're being forced to sign it or, or, or think they have to sign it, or even if they believe in abortion, right. you would think it would be a somber, silent time. You would think it would be a heavy heart. You'd think it'd be gut-wrenching. You'd think right. it'd be right. hanging your head and tears running down your face, right. signing that thing with grief, signing that thing in misery, saying, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm signing this thing in the right. law. And yet they didn't do that. They no. they yucked it up and cheered, and Hillary and Cuomo were high-fiving. And then when they announced it on the floor of the House and the Senate, the the, the Democrats cheered and high-fived and clapped, and people were laughing and joking. And, I can't in America. I mean, it gave me it, it gave me in the pit of my stomach just a na- nausea. And in my head, I, I, just, I, I just went back and saw the, the hordes uh, of old, back in ancient times, when they right. would sacrifice babies to babies the demon to god Molech, and yeah. uh, how they'd cheer and they'd laugh, and how the and how the the the, the savages and uh, heathen in the islands of the sea and different That's countries right. would throw babies into volcanoes to appease their gods, and 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 just just this yucking it up in America, right. just this hand clapping and no, back slapping no, and high fiving no. and cheering and laughing about being able to murder a baby that. That, well, I just, I, well, and you know, that's more than I can take. You and I, as along with many of our pastor friends and Christian leaders, are are asking now and and looking around, saying, "Where's the church? What are we going? Where do? is the church? What are we going to do?" Here? I preached that sermon for a lot of years. Where is the church? And specifically, the church in New York, state of New York, state of Vermont, state of New Mexico, state of California. Uh, and several other states that are that have this same law up for vote, and that we have got to be bold and strong as the church and speak up. Well, we can't. The church needs to get out in the street. And I mean, right. the church needs that's to be exactly bold right. and loud. You and I have been talking for two solid years get on, on the your podcast about about the church <laughs> needs to be loud and in yeah. charge, large and in charge, right, and, right. and decreeing things and declaring things That's right. and taking spiritual authority and not taking a back seat and hiding back in a closet somewhere. That's Being right. a closet Christian, we need to be have the tenacity of a bulldog. No, that's right. And there has to be, I, I want to encourage all of you too, to, to go deeper into the wealth of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you have wisdom. You're not just out there making noise and you're not just out there being an outrageous, obnoxious protester, but you are somebody that walks out there and when people get around you, they fear you. Yeah. There's a sense of that you're in authority like Terry was saying. You, you've been with Jesus as they, the Bible says yeah, in the book they of Acts about they John don't, and Peter. That's right. They, do, they took note that they had been with Jesus. That's right. And people know the di- people will sense the difference that you're not just religious but you are full of the Holy Ghost. They Absolutely. may not know how to call it what it is, but they'll know they need to, you know, God just shut the mouth of the Avengers. That's his yeah. attitude. Well, they'll, say still... about, they'll say about the church like they said about <laughs> Caleb, you have a different spirit with yeah. you. And we've got to have that. It's got to be anything that we do has got to be by the Holy Ghost. Wisdom is the principal thing. So 
there is a plan. God has yeah. a plan for us But you us know, to there's do. some states like Iowa and some other wonderful right. states that, have yes. just, that are passing laws right and left saying right. saying that you cannot abort a baby. Right. And that heart, I mean, that they're absolutely, that And they're saying that conception, I mean, that life starts at heartbeat whenever somebody, a doctor can hear the heartbeat, that that's a live baby. Well, and Dr. Ben Carson said, he, you know, he's... he's um, a, a prenatal surgeon, oh, absolutely. and he said he, you know, he's operated on babies in the womb, and they sure, definitely are sure, alive and have sure. a heartbeat. And it's just an absolute insanity that has swept over. Uh, if Satan's ever blinded the eyes of them that would not see, it is in our generation. And if he can get your conscience to be so cold blooded that you'd either kill your own child or vote to kill an innocent baby. Then you know, and I know mom, young girls get in trouble, and I know there's yeah, all we're kinds not mad of at young girls. We don't hate young girls. Mad we we love at women. Uh, nobody's we mad love them. They're victims. confused, and they don't have anywhere to yeah. go, and no, they don't no, know no, what to right. do. But you know, you know, we're we're pro life for the unborn. Yeah, life for the mommy and life for the baby. But we're also pro love for anyone who's ever had an abortion. Exactly. You know, these mamas that have had abortions, some of them were forced to do it. Some of them were just didn't know what else to do. Oh, we're know. not mad at them. No, no, we're no. mad at the system. We're mad at the government. We're mad at America for not a protecting, giving constitutional rights to these babies right. that the Constitution says they have the right to life. The to right life. to life. The you know, right even, to not life. Not only does God say and that, they've taken that but away our from Constitution them. says that. That's what I'm that saying. The Constitution says, says that. Says the right to life. Guarantees every, every American the right to right. life. To life. And so you we, know, Ben Carson also said something else the other day. He said, uh, if it's not a human being, if a baby's not a human being, then why are you harvesting organs from it and selling them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're buying hearts. They're buying livers. They're buying, you know, right. they're, they're buying, oh, Jesus. Well, the, all the more reason for you that are listening and Terry and I to preach the gospel Prayers, you, you quoted that wonderful E.M. Bounds prayer uh, quote the other day, that prayers are deathless. And that the more, um, I, let's see, Jeremiah 31, I wanted to read that to you here today. It says, they will come with weeping in penitence and for joy, pouring out prayers for the future. And you know, Psalm 78, the Lord said, you that are in Israel, you say to the children that are yet unborn, Absolutely. and you begin to tell them, it says the great facts of how I Absolutely. dealt mercifully. Talk to those that are yet yes, unborn. I dealt mercifully with Israel. I dealt in abundance with Israel. I dealt in such, I showed myself so strong to Israel. You've got to start telling the babies before they're even out of the womb. Absolutely. What I've Tell done how for God your, split yeah. the Red Sea and they went over on dry ground. You know, God wants you know, what, a conversation what if the government, with the baby what if this through you. American government, what if it funded adoption instead of abortion? Yeah, no, that's that's the question. We don't have to. We don't have to pay for babies to be aborted. What if no. we just? What what if we started funding adoptions? There are parents out here that would love to have a baby, cry for a baby, oh, beg for. You know, Jackie and I, my first wife Jackie, wrote this book, Supernatural Childbirth, and I read you some excerpts from it on the podcast last week. It's such a powerful book. Always been the number one bestseller. We get so many testimonies. I mean, testimonies from countries around the world, testimonies from America. We got we got about thirty just this week saying that's the best book I ever read. That I keep that book. I've had eight babies because of that book. I'm I went from childless to being the joyful mother of children because of that book. Anyway, right. but Jackie things. and I've always been strong, strong, strong 
on uh, on childbirth, right. and she wrote the book Supernatural Absolutely. Childbirth. Yes, she and, But we've also been strong on adoption. We've always said, you know, adoption is supernatural childbirth as well. Right. And and there's babies that need a home. Uh, ba- these babies they're killing in the womb would love to have a home. Would love to have a mom and daddy that loved them. And there's people out there that beg, beg, and plead uh, right. to have a baby. We get we get heart rending letters and have for all these decades, right. uh, just because of Jackie's book and our heavy involvement and our heavy knowledge of the scripture concerning right. babies. And uh, we just get people all the time calling us and, and saying, "Pray, pray, 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 pray." I remember a little pastor and his wife came up to me in Mexico. I was preaching in where was I? Pre- I was preaching in Colima, Mexico, way back years ago. And uh, after I finished preaching, a, a pastor, it was a pastor's conference, and a pastor and his wife came up to me, and they said, Brother Terry said, uh, we've been married eight years and don't have a baby. We can't have uh-huh. children. We can't have children. The doctor said we can't have children. I said, certainly you can have children. Let me pray for you. Uh-huh. And I laid hands on them both and prayed for them and commanded the word of God into mm-hmm. them and commanded the mm-hmm. power of God into them and that they'd come together in pure marital love and that God would grant them conception and give them the baby that God desires and the baby that they desire. And, you know, I got back home, and in a few months, they wrote me and said, we're pregnant. <laughs> and then when the baby is born, they wrote me and said, "Here, the baby's here. And then I was preaching Hallelujah. down there again the next year or two. You know, they brought the baby up to me and said, here's the, here's the baby. Here's the baby. Well, we hear that all the time, you know. And, and I, I know this year was such a, an astounding testimony we heard when you and I were in Columbia uh, a beautiful young girl and her husband came up to us after the service, and she had, she was a Christian and attended that church there in Bogota. And she said she had had her uh, twins by believing God oh, yeah. with the scriptures oh, in that yeah. book, but had also given Jackie's book a copy of it to two of her unbelieving friends, yeah, friends. In, the, in her workplace. And both of them both, read the book and got pregnant We're and not supposed babies. to be able to have not babies, and both of them had babies. <laughs> well, know, we, was, we was with a, a God couple. God is so wonderful. We met a couple at uh, Brother Copeland's meeting last year. They came down. We were sitting on the yes, front row. And yes, They They saw us on the television screen that we were there, and so they came running down after service and, and uh, introduced us to kids, <laughs> several right, kids that they had right, through exactly. Jackie's book, Supernatural Childbirth, and and just just testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony. Well, it just proves to you, to, you know, to you as as Terry's been talking here is that these scriptures and the testimonies is that that God, like Psalm one thirty nine says, longs to have a relationship with every human heart. Oh, absolutely. And that when that is stolen from Him, um, you know, by by people that don't want to either preach the gospel or don't value life. Or, you know, God has a plan. Psalm 139 says that from the moment you were evidently conceived, there's a book written in heaven of every day of your life. And I don't think there's not one moment God doesn't have planned, you know, that he has a roadmap for where he wants. And he wants to give you long life and cause you to have see good days and no evil befall you nor any plague come near your dwelling. And Jesus even said... God thought all that stuff Yes. And Jesus even said in Matthew 18 that he said, you people need to really watch over your children because their angels behold the face of the Father every day day. and they'll tell on you. (laughs) That's right. Thank God for tattletale angels. So there's angels that have been assigned to us uh, at birth, there's been a plan and a book with our name on it already written in heaven, and God's got all of that laid out there for us if we'll just reach out and receive. And, and you know, this isn't just something children. that I, I, this isn't just a horse I got on to ride, no, you know, in, in the last not. few weeks or because sure, I'm upset sure. about abortion or because I'm upset about 
New York City and Cuomo and Clinton. Uh, this is this is a fifty year quest for me. No, that's right. Because when Jackie and I were about to get married in nineteen sixty nine, May of nineteen sixty nine, right. we were about to get married. We were nineteen years old, going to go to the mission <laughs> fields and serve God. And she came to me in tears, just hysterical tears, and said, you need to know, I can't marry you. You need to know two things about me. I can't marry you until you know these two things because they'll both change your life forever. And when you hear what they are, you may not want to marry me. And she was just sobbing and sobbing. And I said, well, what are they? And she said, number one, I can't have children. And she said, number two, I'll be an invalid in a wheelchair by the time I'm 30 years old. And she said, you're not ever going to have children. If you marry me, you'll never have children. I can't be a mommy. You can't be a daddy. And you're going to have a wife that's an invalid whenever you're 30 years old. And I tell you, it made me so mad. And I said to her, Jackie, who said? Who said those things? Who told you those lies? Right. And she said, well, the doctors have told me. And, you know, everybody's told me. And my parents, my grandparents, everybody right. knows it but you. Even my pastors and my church people. And I and I said those are I said I thought somebody with authority had told you those are lies they're they're from hell and I said I've got good news for you I said God said you can have children Absolutely. and so I started right then Renee fifty years ago nineteen sixty nine right. I rattled off scriptures to her right. and I said God ordered children in the Garden of Eden He said multiply and be fruitful Deuteronomy right. seven verse thirteen and fourteen says there'll be neither male nor female barren among you and He'll multiply the fruit of your womb and Psalms one hundred thirteen verse nine said He didn't take the barren woman and make her a joyful mother of children right. and a keeper of house and Psalms one hundred twenty seven verse three the children of the heritage of the Lord and the fruit yes, of the womb are. is His reward and Psalms 128 verse 3 says my wife's a fruitful vine by the sides of my house and children is my children is olive trees round about my table excuse me but that all came out of my spirit as a 19 year old kid that came out of my spirit and out of my mouth and penetrated her heart and she got in agreement with me and we had those four babies right. and eight grandbabies. And, and and when she wrote that book, she wrote a dedication. The dedication of it was to me. Yeah. And let me read you what the dedication says. And people, people, maybe they can understand this. It says, dedication to Terry, my husband, the love of my life. You taught me. It's what I want people to get right here. Right. You taught me and sometimes made me. Yes. You taught me and sometimes made me believe God and have faith in his word. Right. Because of that, we have these four great kids. Thank you for helping me receive the desire of my heart. I love you. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Well, but I want people to see that she said it. she said he made you made me believe God. That's right. And that may sound really weird. She told no, me just a couple of years before she died, before she went to heaven. She said, Darling, she said, Thank you so much for making me. Yeah. <laughs> Take those scriptures and making me believe God. Right, she right. said, had you not done that, she said, I would have agreed with the doctors. I would have agreed with everybody else. And I would have been an old woman without kids. She said, I'd be sitting on a porch somewhere uh, in a rocking chair as an invalid and childless. Yes. thinking all the time that God did it and thinking all the time that's what was supposed to happen. But she said, you you took the word and showed it to me and made me believe it. And because of that, she said, I've got four kids and eight grandkids. Thank you for making me believe the word of God. And I don't know if y'all understand that when, when it says you, I made her. It sounds like I'm being mean and beating her with a whip, which isn't true. But just presenting that word and saying, look, here's the truth. Here it is. Here's yeah. what God said. Yeah. We can do this. God said this. Yeah. God said this. God said this. God right. said this. Here right. it is. We can do this. Right. And, and that's I, such a sacred thing before the Lord, too, that that you stood up, and you and Jackie then together all those years stood up in defense 
of the promises of God. And, oh, absolutely. And then, as you've preached so many times, that I've heard you in the 50, well, almost 50 years that I've known you, is that uh, Proverbs 31 <laughs> over there, that speak up for those yes, that can't Proverbs speak up for themselves. And that's what that speak book, up for those Supernatural Childbirth, is all about, is that you're speaking up for that unborn child before they're ever delivered. That's and right. that you're speaking, and speaking to that child. Yeah. We taught our kids the Word of God while they're still in the womb. Still in the womb. I was so grateful when I found that scriptures, those scriptures, and heard you all preaching some of these things, my two oldest boys were still were already born before I ever heard that. But man, Dean and I got on the word, and we got to where we oh, were I confessing you did about. When you was pregnant with Abby. I mean, I, and then when I was pregnant with Abby, I mean, I talked to that baby every day. All, right. You know, lots of times having conversations with that baby and just talking the word of God to him. Dean and I laying hands on. You know, it's such a sacred thing before the Lord. Life is so such an honorable, holy, sacred thing before the Lord. And it's so important that God is able to uh, show us how much he values our lives, how much he values um, life, no matter male or female, no matter how young or old, that his promises are for every single day of our life. No, absolutely. And that he has our whole lives we're not here to just be in with a, him. We're forever. not here just in a lottery game. We're no. not just in a crapshoot. No. We have the Bible. Well, and you and I just before, <coughs> We have God's word for God said, this is how you can live. And just before we started recording this, you and I were talking too about that, that Christianity is not just... Um, you know, a God and then all of the peons underneath, you no. know, who he rules over. No, no, but no. Christianity is all based on family. And that, you know, Jeremiah 31, the Lord says here, I will be a God of all the families of yes, Israel yes, yes. and they will be my people. Then Jeremiah 3 says, I'm going to set you among the nations and among my people and you're going to be glorious yes. and you're going to be yes. special. And he says, I thought how you'd call me my father. Yes. You know, God's attitude is that he sent his only begotten son Absolutely. into the world. He loved the world and he sent his only son to get a, a family back. That's and right. then Paul said over in Ephesians 3. Oh, I love that. I wrote a newsletter about that yes. not long ago. Isn't that wonderful? That prayer that Paul prayed <coughs> said, For this cause I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that Father, that Father. from whom... All fatherhood derives its title and, its and takes its wow, name, so and it, and it's it, and that is the image of the father is that he is the best father Absolutely. and he wants a family, and that's how valuable your life is. You're in the family of God. Let me let me read you from the preface of Jackie's book. Uh, it says Terry and I have discovered, and listen to this. This will help you. Terry and I have discovered that God has provided for every area of our life. He left nothing out. We found in the Bible that we are covenant people, that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So we kept looking in God's word for all he has provided for us in that redemption plan. Isn't that great? That's wonderful. We are covenant people. We We're are covenant, covenant people. people. See, and that's and Christ a difference. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And that's then she a... went on to say the same way we found healing prosperity and everything else we've ever needed from God is the same way we found God's will about children and childbirth. We studied the Bible and learned what God had to say about the situation. Then we changed, here it is, then we changed what we were saying to agree with what the Bible said, what God said. That's it. 
In other words, we made our words agree with his word. Right. We found the same laws and principles of faith that we had been using in other areas would also apply to having babies. Isn't that good? That's wonderful. This is such a powerful book. That's well, why it really it's still is. our number one bestseller after 26 years. Well, and I think, you know, young mommies, single women, grandmothers, everybody needs to have a copy of this book around so you can share it with oh, other people. Oh, absolutely. You need to give it to, you know, you, you can give Jackie's book. <laughs> you can give Jackie's book to sinners. No, that's right. You know, my stuff and Brother Copeland's stuff and Jerry Savelle's yeah. stuff and all the, the, the Brother Hagen stuff, you know, it kind of stays in our circles. Yeah, it kind of It kind of stays in <laughs> Word of Faith circles. No, that's right. It that's doesn't right. go really to Baptists and Methodists and Catholics and sinners and Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons. Right, or, right. But, or, but Jackie's book goes everywhere. It, it, it crosses really every denominational barrier because moms give it to daughters and, and, and give it, gives it to daughter-in-laws and right. cousins give it to sisters. and I, I mean, it just goes everywhere. And then there's a salvation prayer in the back. We've had so many women over the years write us saying, I got saved. I prayed the prayer Isn't in the back and awesome. gave my heart to Jesus because this book goes across all denominational lines. Yeah, Here's a funny little thing she said on the, uh, on the... Still in the preface, Jackie said a funny little thing. Here she said... Uh, Pregnancy, as the world views it, is nine months of misery. People laugh and joke about it. They expect a pregnant woman to get depressed, to be moody and blue, to miss her mother and hate her husband, to be an overall <laughs> basket case for nine months. And that's what the world expects. No, that's right. But we found out it doesn't have you to be that You can be a way. joyful mother of children. No, you can know. have a fun pregnancy and a fun delivery. Yeah, and, you know, you look at Hannah in the Bible, you know, she says, now is my yeah. mouth open wide. For this over child I prayed in the Lord. <laughs> you know, Surely had, the Lord done heard my prayer. Yeah, and she just had such attitude about because her, you know, the uh, her husband's uh, Alcana, was that his name? Alcana's uh, other wife had mocked her in such a way that she was just so embarrassed that she was childless and it was just such a wonderful day when she found out she was pregnant with Samuel and said now yeah. <laughs> almost with her hand on her yeah, hip and wagging now. her head now is my mouth open wide over my enemies because well, look right. what the Lord has done you know Lord everything about the kingdom of God is is such a supernatural act and if we'll tap into that realm of the supernatural, miracles come out of that yeah, realm. The, uh, the unknown, the unseen, the unexpected, um, the hopeless things of life, God can just pull it out of that realm by the, by the highway we build in faith in our own heart and just bring that thing back to us if we'll believe God for it. No, that's right. But that, but that book, I, what I wanted to say about some of the things you were reading about Jackie there in the book is that that book transcends religious atmosphere because it gives people a vision of hope that that the impossible situation i'm looking at the the hopeless doctor's report that i got right. the the uh, the hereditary childlessness that maybe runs in my family this book can give me hope yeah. That God will step over yeah, all of that yeah. impossibility, yeah. and if I'll <clears throat> trust Him and believe Him, there's some people there that got the impossible. Oh yeah, and that's what's so wonderful oh, about absolutely. that. When you give that to people and you share with them, um, I saw our staff had had um, bought these beautiful little hot pink mailers <laughs> to mail Jackie's book in oh, yeah. the other day, and there and it's just so important for us to give honor and give a, a special look to everything that we're doing to honor the work of God, oh, absolutely. to honor the people of God, to honor these children. Uh, Jesus said, suffer the little children to come unto me. He didn't mean 
suffer in the sense of beat them, hurt no, them. No, 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 no. He no. meant allow them. Allow them. Allow them Put to up come. With them. <laughs> yeah, bring them. <laughs> they to want to me. come to me. You let yes, them. Yes, let them. Ex- let. I think the the actual meaning of that Greek word there, and that it says, "Let their experience be coming to me." Yeah. And so Jesus was wanting to bring those children to him, and he said, "You all need to be like these little kids here, where where they're they're they they're quick to believe, <laughs> yeah, and sure. little kids are quick to forgive too." Sure they are. I mean, they're they're just they're, there's just an attitude there of a of a childlike heart, and so we learn a lot from little kids. And there's a lot of honor that we need to give to children, and the honor that we need to give to the elderly. But you know, the devil is just out to steal, kill, and destroy Terry through human trafficking. No, that's right. And we here in America are facing things that's we never devil. thought. A lot of politicians and a lot of Hollywood's involved in human trafficking. And it's really, really I mean, it's serious. That's it's why the serious. gospel. These are evil people. Has to be preached. And evil Terry, people. Terry was saying earlier, we've got to be loud. I, 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 and we've got to be so careful, Renee, right. how we vote. No, I've been so right. disappointed in the church, and I know I've said this several times, but the, but in the midterm elections in, in November, only 28% of the church voted. Now, people try to come up with, well, why did it happen that way? Well, it was an overall American rejection of President Trump and his ideas. It was an overall rejection of the Republican Party. No, 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 it wasn't. It, it, nobody rejected anything. It's the church didn't go vote. Just lazy. <laughs> it's just yeah. the church did not Twenty eight percent of the church didn't have the church voted. Right. We wouldn't be having this government shutdown. No, that's we right. wouldn't be having this nonsense about the wall. That's we right. wouldn't be having this law just passed in New York City to murder. It's okay to murder babies if the church would have stood up. Stood up. Would have st- stood up and voted right. her conscience and voted the Bible, not what Grandma wants you to do. And well, right. I've always been a Democrat. Or because and you don't a like Democrat, somebody's And I don't like Trump because he had sex with a porn star forty eleven years ago before he's yeah. a Christian. Uh-huh. Well. Grow up, get over it. Start voting for saving babies. Who cares if you know when you're in somebody a war, has a potty mouth? When you're in a war and you're fighting hell, um, it, you, all you're looking for really is somebody that can stand beside you, load a gun, and aim and shoot. And that's really where we are in the body of Christ. And I want to Terry and I are praying over leaders here in this country. Pastors, leaders, evangelists, uh, do pastors church member leaders all over the world. That they leaders. Have, you have got to have that fierceness of an Old Testament warrior and then have a good, kind, gentle heart full of the fruit of the Spirit. But there has to be, we cannot be mentally and emotionally fragile and allow what somebody does or offends our religion or offends our standard. You know, all I've got to answer for is me. This is my standard. This is how I'm going to live. If somebody else wants to live at a lower standard, I I can't do anything about that. But if they'll stand up for the church and stand up for the unborn and stand up for Israel, then you know, I'm going to be for them. I'm going to be with them in this Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And don't somebody, take me wrong. I'm, I'm against every sin somebody commits. I'm no, against right. any sin President Trump has committed. But but I'm also smart enough to realize that he's given his, he's given his heart to God now. You know, I remember when Pat Robertson, uh, back in the 80s, ran for president. In fact, I was very involved in, in that. And you and Dean were very involved right, in very that. Much. And uh, Pat Robertson, I really thought, was going to be president of the United States. And I thought, how wonderful for a preacher yeah, uh, to, be, to be president. Right. And, uh, and the news media attacked him, of course. And they said to him, they said, uh, Pat Robertson said, you, uh, you got your wife pregnant before y'all were married. Y'all, y'all got pregnant out of wedlock. And, uh, and and had a baby. So what do you say to that? And I thought he had the best answer in the right. world. He said, you're exactly right, I did. He said, I was a sinner. 
<laughs> I had not given my heart to God. I did what sinners do. I sinned. Sinners sin. I sinned. Right. And he said, and my, my wife and I were not Christians, and we weren't married, and right. we had sex, and we got pregnant, and then we got married, you know, and had the baby. But uh, but he said, you know, I, then I repented, and I gave my life to God and right. repented, and I had never done anything like that again. Right. So right. I'm smart enough to realize that, you know, President Trump's done a lot of stuff that we some we know about, some we don't know about, Which, right. but... Uh, he was a sinner. Since then, he's confessed Jesus is his Savior. He's got all these preachers around him. He's he's doing his best, as far as I can tell, to follow spiritual <laughs> advice and Christian advice. And uh, and by the same token, none of that has anything to do with being president. Well, and and God can use a lot of ungodly sometimes people to save innocent he, lives. He absolutely can. And to give and protection and I'm for just, Israel. I, but all I'm saying is, I realize that people sin. No, that's but sure. when absolutely. But when they repent, just like these women we're talking about that had abortions, you know, that was right. a sin, but we're not mad at them. No, right. we, we, we say, hey, we don't hold that sin against them. God forgives them. We forgive them. God loves them. We love them. And so uh, we don't just harp on that. We, we do say it's a sin, and the government needs to stop what it's doing because God's going to hold the government accountable. And this oh, the baby's Jesus. blood, six million, over 6 million babies now murdered since 1973, since Roe versus Wade. Uh, but, and God's going to hold America accountable for that blood. That's right. But we're not holding that against those women. We're saying bless those women's hearts. They were confused and, 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 and not serving God and so on and so on right. and so forth. And God loves them and God forgives them. All the more reason America needs a revival. Absolutely. The church needs to wake up. Absolutely. And we need to be and we need to fight in prayer. Well the we church need is to our be only bold. hope. Yeah. If the church the doesn't only thing wake that up, can save America trouble. is the church. I wrote something the other day, Renee, that you'll remember I, I said that Your newsletter's coming out this week too. Oh, the newsletter's good this week too. Yeah, I it tell is you good. God inspired me and gave me some things to say and wonderful. I newsletter. mean I wrote we'll hard and hot and heavy and in fact my computer crashed. I, about five things went wrong trying to get me to stop <laughs> writing that letter. I finally had to go get an old computer and just peck, peck, peck. Yeah. You know, and, and, I mean, it's a good letter. You ought to get it. If y'all are not on our mailing list and want That's to be, right. right. we send out a, a hard copy newsletter, a snail mail newsletter, if you'll give us your address. Uh, or you can, uh, uh, our secretary it types it up and puts it on our website, terrymize.com. You can go and read it on, on the web. Uh, just read it online instead of uh, uh, getting a hard copy letter. Andy, One thing I'd like to ask you to do, I hadn't thought of this in a long time, but I'm out, my staff tells me this all the time. We need your email address. If you're right. listening to us, we need you to send us an email. Write me at, at uh, uh, terrymize.com. And uh, say, here's our, give us your real name. I mean, you know, if you have a handle on your email, we need to know what your real name is. But give us your real name and then say, here's my email address. And uh, and give us your, your email. We would love to be able to co communicate with you. Sometimes That's things right. happen. You know, we're missionaries and we're around the world and things happen hot and heavy and fast sometimes. That's right. And I need to shoot an email to a whole bunch of Christians that will pray uh, in a hurry. And so if you'll send us your email address, I'm asking you personally to send That's me right. your email address, That's right. your real name and your, uh, and your real address, if you will, uh, but your email address so we can right. uh, get in touch with you by, by email. Renee, we're about to leave for the South Pacific. Yes, we are. We're going to be uh, gone over a month. Yes, we will. It's going to be a long trip. Over a month. And we're in okay. prayer about it. We're bathing in prayer. Goodness, we ask our yes. partners. We ask you listening to us today on the podcast. Bathing in prayer with us. Believe yeah. God with us. <laughs> also believe God with us for an upcoming trip we have to a 
to a, a nation where they cut your head off to say Jesus is Lord yeah. and we're going in to preach to about 70,000 people and we're expecting miracles, blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, cripples walk, uh, demons cast out, salvations by the tens and tens and tens of thousands. Right. And uh, we ask you to bathe that in prayer. I mean, that's a dangerous trip. We're not scared for us, but we, we, do, we are bathing in prayer for security for the people that come to hear us. I'll say get right. 70,000 people together and, and it's, uh, you know, you need, uh, you need God's protection and it's a one to protect night those shot. people. I mean, you have one but, night but, but we're going to the South Pacific and we ask you to bathe that that's in right. prayer. We're going to be in New Zealand and we love New Zealand. We've got so many dear friends in New Zealand. That's right. Jackie and I went to New Zealand decades ago. I went every year for years, help plant churches, help start churches, uh, one year I took Jackie and all four kids, and I got a rented a, a minivan and drove right. drove for five weeks. Uh, we drove over both islands, all over both islands, and right. preached in seventeen churches. Uh, and those churches, many of them are still going today, and and some of those pastors have passed away. But but I've got friends anyway. We're going to be preaching in New Zealand on both islands, on both the uh, the North and the South Island, and uh, then we're going to the nation of Samoa. And in Samoa last year when we were there, the, the prime minister of the nation came to hear us and, and uh, met him and visited with him. And, uh, and since then, the king of Samoa has, uh, has uh, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit yes. and speaks in tongues. And, Wonderful. And so we're going, and, and, the, and the prime minister stood up and said, uh, we're not preaching uh, sin in this nation. We're not having transgender bathrooms. We're not having uh, uh, same-sex marriages. We're, we're not having, as long as I'm prime minister, it's not going to happen. We're a and Christian he's taking, nation. He said, yeah. we're a Christian nation, and he's taking a stand. So, And then we're going from, from there, ministering the Word of God there, training young lions and pastors, my, my, my. And then going from there to Vanuatu, right. the nation of Vanuatu, and ministering there for, for, for four, four or five days. Right. And then from there to Fiji, and then from Fiji back to minister one more time in New Zealand and then back home. We'll be gone over a month. Right. So believe God with us with that. Pray with us that Renee and I, you know, just, just the trips are safe and blessed and we can rest and travel and go from one place to another and change that, change the temperatures and the, it's going to be hot in Samoa. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then, of course, believe God with us on the finances. This whole trip's going to cost about $25,000. And so uh, we need the $25,000 on top of our normal expenses that we have here at the office and the missionaries we support and the orphans we support and all right. the things we do and right. the salaries we pay and, and the bills we pay and the things we do. Uh, so, so believe God with us and, and, uh, uh, God speaks to you to help us or God can speak just to one person to take care of the whole thing or, or to several people to, to do something. But, uh, you pray with us and believe God and bathe that in prayer because we'll be gone over a month. We'll leave right. the 17th of right. February and won't get back busy, until busy the 25th time. of March. Well, so, then you've uh, got invitations to, um, we've, Africa, already, we've already got invitations Thailand, to six continents India, this year. India, uh, Peru, Colombia. Canada, we're going back up there Mexico, to a wonderful church. Malta, All of Romania, the, Malta, Romania, Thailand, and in, in Southeast Asia. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just lots and lots of things. Well, every continent except Antarctica. Yeah. you know, Europe <laughs> and, and Australia. You know, and, and I we start praying North right America, away South for the America, for the fruit, Asia, um, the orphanages, Africa, Zambia, Africa. Well, you know, this year you sent out uh, so many offerings to help. Um, it, it was what? How many homes? Sixteen homes. Sixteen children's 16 homes. Sixteen children's six homes nations. at Christmas, and um, in six nations, and it was around what six seventy two. I believe six hundred and seventy two orphans, orphans were in those homes that we that blessed we for Christmas, Christmas because our partners helped us. <laughs> Isn't that great? Plus nine missionary so, families, plus. 
20 families that are the poorest of the poor, poor. in a gypsy village. We just gave food. Plus, we're yeah. drilling them an oil well as soon as the, yeah, soon soon as as the as ground the, thaws the ground out. Thaws. Well, Not anyway. An oil well. We, I said an oil well. I mean a water, water well. well. <laughs> Maybe I'm prophesying. Maybe it'll be a oil, God oil well. Bless but we're drilling them an oil, a water well because they don't have clean water. Well, That'll we, be about $4,000. We have got to go today. We've taken up a, a good bit of time here to share with you the good news of the gospel, and it is good news. And we are definitely busy about the Father's business. And um, we are just out in defense of the gospel, as the Apostle Paul said. And uh, as he talked about his missionary journeys, he said he, he was going to encourage all of the churches. And so not only will we encourage the churches, but we'll be training um, you know, brand new leaders. And then all the time, Terry and I are ministering and witnessing to people everywhere we go, praying with them, uh, giving, uh, uh, you know, that as Ephesians 3 says, that the many faceted yeah. wisdom of God through the church, that God would show the many faceted wisdom of God. So, uh, and, we're gonna, and if you're in uh, Kansas this weekend, yes. We're going to be at our wonderful longtime friends' church, uh, Pastor Debbie Varney. Pastor Debbie uh, Varney. Greg went to heaven a couple of years ago, and we are just... Yeah, Greg was my good friend, and yes. Greg and Debbie have been friends for years, partners of our ministry, helped send us around the world. But and, you're going to preach there and, Saturday, uh, Sunday? Saturday night, so if y'all are in, in Kansas and, and uh, right. can come on a Saturday night, next this coming Saturday and night. And Sunday morning and, and Sunday and, night. And then Sunday morning and Sunday night, which is Super Bowl night. Now, and, now Debbie at first didn't want me to preach you know, Super Bowl. Bowl night because right. her church was hoping that the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, were going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but since they're not, and I was hoping they were too. But <laughs> uh, they, uh, since they lost uh, this last Sunday, then uh, Debbie said, uh, "Well, let's go ahead and have church Sunday night." And I said, "You think your people will come? I'll come preach if they'll come hear me." So anyway, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Light of the World Church in Topeka, Kansas, Topeka, right on Pastor, the freeway, pa right on the freeway, Pastor Debbie Varney. And uh, we'd love to have you, love to see you. If your partners or friends come hug our neck and talk to us. And, and uh, if you don't care about the Super Bowl Sunday night, come on. That's right. Well, from, you know, till next time we get to see you, y'all tell everybody about the podcast, terrymines.com. Uh, we love you. We're believing God with you for great fruit and great wisdom in your life and favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we confess over you that you are more, more than, than a, conqueror. a conqueror. God bless you. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.